Hi, welcome to Adult Pending Podcast. I'm Annalise. I'm Brittany. And I'm Kimmy. We're a podcast for college students, recent graduates, or anyone else who's also figuring out that being an adult isn't as simple as may have to be. Join us each episode as we share how we're navigating our careers, postcard lives, and the whole adulting experience. episode we're going to be diving into religion and a few episodes ago we chatted with Nathan and Britt about their experience of religion and how it manifests in their relationship but we wanted to spend some time talking about how our perception of religion has changed over time and what our relationship with spirituality looks like so to kick off our fun question what is a religion other than your own that you always thought was interesting so this Thanksgiving break, I binge-watched My Unorthodox Life on Netflix. Oh. Yeah. So it's a um, quick backstory. It's about this woman, this woman who um, grew up in a Orthodox Jewish community and event, like left it at age 40 and is now the CEO of her own company and wow. doesn't really identify with oh, wow. um, any, I don't think any religion, but um yeah, so that really spurred my interest in Orthodox Judaism. And so I've been just like on Orthodox. There's this person on TikTok and I forget her name, but she's really interesting because she like is educating a lot of people on like what kosher means and just like people that are interested mm. in knowing about it, but doesn't really don't really have the means to like, you know, go to a synagogue or like know where to even start to like know these facts about Orthodox Judaism. And, um, Mm -hmm. yeah, so I think, like, I'm really interested in, I think it's really fascinating, like, how different their laws are, especially because I grew up a Christian, and so it's, you know, kind of not under the same umbrella, but, like, you know, very adjacent, and so, like, just seeing those differences is, um, I've been kind of obsessed with learning more about, like, (laughs) Orthodox Judaism. Mm. (laughs) A religion I've been curious about is, I mean, two different ones, like Buddhism and then Shintoism. And Shinto, because uh, studying abroad in Japan, like I had a lot of exposure to Shinto shrines and Uh like people there still practice it and still go to like those shrines and temples pretty regularly. So I thought that was interesting. Mm. And then Buddhism, because my favorite author, Ruth Ozaki, like favorite author of all time. She always incorporates Buddhism into her books. So it'll be like a novel Mm. and then she'll like tie in Buddhism. And I'm like, whoa. So, um, and those are also like both East Asian religions that I like had heritage with in the past. So I think it'd be Mm. cool to just learn more about them. Mm -hmm. Hmm. So I I don't really know much about religion because we grew up in, my family grew up in a Buddhist household, but we didn't really practice it a lot. Um, so I don't really, I'm very curious about like all religions essentially, but I think like something that I'm more so curious about than others maybe is more of a philosophy than a religion, but like Confucianism and Taoism. Mm-hmm. I think mm-hmm. like growing up, my mom used to always be like, oh, there are certain, you know, sayings and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Um, so just like understanding that philosophy and that mindset more mm-hmm. so i guess similar to you can you have like already an existing tie to it but not fully understanding it has kind of 
made me more curious about it. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it's not really, I don't think it's a religion religion per se, but it's more like a philosophy mm-hmm. in, a, in a way. Mm-hmm. So cool. Yeah. And um, I guess, Annalise, you kind of talked about it. So you don't have a lot of, you just said that you didn't have a lot of experience with religion or like your family wasn't overtly Buddhist. So like, mm-hmm. what did that exactly look like in your household and like day to day, I guess? Yeah. So we have, um, we have like Buddha statues at home and my dad, I think out of everyone in my family, in my immediate family, um, practices it practices it the most so growing up he would always light incense before every meal mm. and pray to all the different buddha statues around the house and kind mm. of go in an order uh he still does that but he doesn't like the incense anymore but he still like kind of prays um mm-hmm. i went through a phase where i was like curious about that so i was like oh dad i'll do it with you but mm-hmm. i didn't really because i hadn't done it growing up i wasn't really sure what i was supposed to be doing mm. um but growing up we would go to the temples every year or so. And so that was kind of the, the most, I guess, overt way of that we would practice Buddhism. Mm-hmm. Uh, other than that, it wasn't, you know, like I feel like a lot of my friends growing up and even now are Christians, so they go to, go to church every single weekend. Um, but that wasn't something that I did. It wasn't something that I did very consistently going to the temples. But uh, growing up, I would go uh, at least once or twice a year. But just like ever since moving to the States, I don't think we found a temple. So I haven't really gone since. Um, yeah, I think there are certain beliefs in Buddhism that I do believe in. Like, mm-hmm. I do believe in the Buddhas and I also believe in reincarnation. Mm-hmm. So I think for me, it's it's also in conjunction with me being, liking the idea that there is a second life afterwards, which is mm-hmm. what intrigues me about reincarnation. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So typically in like Western religions, um, there's a lot of community involved with like going to church, but it seems like from your experience Mm -hmm. is very much based within your family. Like, did you ever find community through Buddhism? Um, I'm sure that there are. I know that in college we had a Claremont College's um, Buddhism Mm -hmm. club, Buddhism group. Um, I, I think I attended a few meetings but uh, I think, again, just like kind of feeling a disconnect because it wasn't something mm-hmm. that I practiced consistently growing up. I couldn't exactly relate to the members of that group. Um, but I think for me, practicing is a very, the community, I think of when I think of practicing Buddhism is very much oriented to family. So oh. for like mm-hmm. Lunar New Year, when we would go back to Taiwan, it was like a whole family trip. We would all go to the temple with like mm-hmm. my grandma, my cousins, my uncle, my aunts and all that. Um, something else too was like when my sister was applying to colleges when I was applying to colleges we would visit Taiwan and then I remember like our uncle would be like oh you should pray and like ask to get into good school Mm -hmm. so it was like a thing that we would go together with as a family to do Mm -hmm. um, and stuff like that and yeah I think there's like a lot of there are many things that remind me of family tied to religion so -hmm. that's kind of the community that I think of when I think of religion specifically my religion Mm-hmm. Mm. that's interesting because like for me my family um we're non-denominational christian and it goes like really far back like my great-grandparents were heavily involved and i don't wow. even know before that mm. and so like yeah my whole family is christian and um i think it's interesting how you annalise 
like your family's Christian or sorry, your family's Buddhist, but you didn't seem like it's not something that you were like, oh, I'm automatically going to go to Buddhism and like deep dive into it. Like you said, like you like it sounded like you were like curious, but then you kind of like wavered or like or not or like, you know, it could mm-hmm. fluctuated. Um, whereas like I feel like I was I'm like heavily identify as a Christian like through and through just because of my family. Um, and like, I don't even know, like, if I really even would choose this path if, if it weren't for my family. So, like, was, is it just something like you, ch- your family gave you a lot of like autonomy to choose or like, was it something, was like religion something that you kind of wanted to explore on your own terms? Yeah. I mean, I was definitely curious. I think growing up, pretty much, I would say maybe almost all my friends were Christian. And there was definitely a time where I was like, I felt kind of left out because mm-hmm. growing up, there were a lot of Christian retreats that my friends would go on oh, wow. and they would all go and like have fun. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, I don't go to those things. <laughs> I don't get to <laughs> hang out with my friends. Yeah. Um, and so there was definitely, I think, like some guilt tied to it growing up being like the minority mm-hmm. and being like the one person that I knew of who wasn't Christian. And so it was hard for me to always like find someone who shared my religion growing up, even in Shanghai. Like I like a lot of local people were, but within my school and my classmates, mm-hmm. I would consider, consider myself like a very small group of people who are Buddhists. Mm-hmm. And so, I don't know. I think every time I would go to the temple, I would feel guilty for even considering switching religions. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think it's just something that I've learned to kind of take pride in. Um, like, it, I, I haven't really thought too much about it because, again, like, we weren't very, we didn't really practice it a lot. But... Mm-hmm. Um, I think it is every time like we go to museums or something or like temples, I do feel like very connected with the different Buddhas that I see. So mm-hmm. at least now. Um, yeah. So I guess to answer your question, what was your question? <laughs> like, did I answer your question? I, just, I mean, I just think it's interesting how like we both grew up with religious families, but I feel like I heavily like invested in. Mm. Oh, parents. Yeah. Yeah. I think. My parents, I think it's also interesting because, like, my grandma actually is Christian. She converted to oh. Christianity, uh-huh. um, like, when she moved to the States or something. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I think for my parents, they're very much, like, I think it also helps that our family wasn't very religious to begin with, that they yeah. were more okay mm-hmm. maybe with me kind of maybe experimenting or uh, being more curious. But mm-hmm. I think where I am right now, I'm... Like, oh, yeah. Like, I, I tell people that I grew up in a Buddhist household, I think is, like, maybe mm-hmm. how I would describe myself. I wouldn't really say, like, oh, I'm Buddhist because I think there are a lot of values and traditions and beliefs that I don't necessarily follow that mm-hmm. I don't fully identify myself as Buddhist just because it's not something that I practice or that I fully understand even. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I just don't feel like I have a right to be like, oh, I'm Buddhist without even ever practicing it or, like, understanding it fully. Mm-hmm. And then for Brittany... In contrast, you said that religion was very much prominent in your family. Like, what do you mean by that exactly? Like, would you go to church every weekend or, like, pray all the time? <laughs> like, can you just be more specific? Yeah. So, um, like, growing up, we would go to church every Sunday, and it was kind of like a family affair. Like, all my cousins would go and my grandparents would go. Um, mostly my mom's side. Um, they're the ones who... My grandparents, and it goes, like, pretty far back 
um, of them being involved in the Christian community. Um, and, um, yeah, just, and then I became baptized at a certain age and I would go to like Christian camps and, um, I would, we would like pray before we eat dinners or like, or meals, I guess. Mm -hmm. And, um, yeah, it was something that like, like my grandparents, the typical, like, oh, just thank God for everything you do. And, um, Mm -hmm. so like, yeah, I feel like that relationship was something that was always reinforced growing up. Um, and I, I think like, I definitely am thankful for it. Like, like I said, I don't know if I would have gravitated towards that if I didn't grow up in that space. And it's something that I think is a big part of my life, but Mm. I think it's definitely something that was more of a consequence of like my family and not necessarily me choosing, um, from the start to be a Christian. Mm. How do you think that translates to you living on your own now? Or like, I guess even in college, because even though you were kind of close to home, you were more independent and you didn't really have like, I guess your family around, um, how much of that translated into when you became more independent? So I think college was a really interesting time because it's like a time where like you want you want to break a lot of rules and like that don't necessarily <laughs> hear with like Christian standards of like being, you know, following rules of like, um, say, like drinking, like the people when in the Christian community, like they were like, oh, they would definitely judge me if I were to say like, oh, I went out to like a party or something. And um, Mm -hmm. but at the same time, when I was like dealing with like, oh, I want to experience these new experiences without the like um, hindrance of like feeling guilty or like maybe sometimes Mm. I don't go to church because I'm really busy, like stuff like that. Um, I also found a lot of like comfort in my religion because like I was away from home, like not really away from home, but like I was starting a new phase of my life Mm. where I was like independent. Like I said, like my family, it was always easy to go to church and to follow what they had to say when I was at home. But like when I had to like actually make time to think about how religion played in my daily life, I think, um, college was also a time that where it was like really solidified that I did want it to have a role in my life and so yeah I think it is funny because it like does go both ways where I was like I want to like do all the things that like you know college people do but then at the same time like I don't want to feel guilted because I'm like not following Mm. the rules necessarily but um I think in the end um I, it was where I would decide, like, oh, this is how I feel comfortable. This is, like, um, like Annalise, you said you found a lot of, like, solace in the temples and, like, statues and mm-hmm. every, like, the things that go along with, like, Buddhism. But, and so, like, I mm-hmm. felt similarly and, like, oh, I think this is something I want to have in my life. I think um, it's something that will, like, give me a lot of purpose and drive when things get difficult. And so, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, Kimi, you've mentioned in the past that you grew up Catholic, but that you don't really practice that anymore. So, you know, a little different from me and Brittany. So what was that like growing up Catholic? And I guess if you feel comfortable, can you also explain, like, why you no longer practice that religion? 
Yeah, so similar to Brit, um, my whole family, at least on my dad's side, is Catholic. So what that would mean is like in high school, we started to go to mass together like every month, um, at least once a month when we could. And then mm-hmm. just in my day-to-day, I went to oh catechism class every Wednesday mm. from like maybe first grade up until sixth grade. And then I also... Through that, like before, got baptized, went through First Communion, and then later Mm. in eighth grade started taking, or sorry, like seventh, eighth grade started taking classes to be confirmed, which is like Mm. First Communion and baptism, that's more of the family's choice to make you like a Catholic. But then your confirmation is your individual choice to go through with, typically, Um But at that time, I was, like, interested in doing it because a lot of my peers were Catholic. So even going Mm. to school, a lot of the people I went to school with were Catholic and attended the same church as me. And, like, yes, I didn't go to church that often, but I would see them on, like, this once-a-week Wednesday class. So it was Mm. just very familiar and basically what everyone else was doing. But by the time I reached high school, I got really busy and I also just like became less interested in my religion and honestly I'm not sure why that was um my parents were never really strict about it and like my dad would always joke that we were like cafeteria catholics like we would pick and choose what we wanted to believe in (laughs) just because there was some practices that my family disagreed with um and this Um. was also during the time when There was like a lot going on in the Catholic community with um, some scandals coming out about popes and Mm. also like the Catholic Church being very against LGBTQ community. So Mm -hmm. I feel like with that turmoil, my family kind of, you know, took a step back from the religion and then I did as well. And then later just Mm -hmm. realized like I was just doing this because it's what I grew up in. And since it wasn't Mm -hmm. that strong to begin with, I, like, myself then didn't really have that, like, passion for it later on. Mm-hmm. Which I, seems like it's kind of similar to Annalise. Mm-hmm. I feel like I'm a mix between you two. <laughs> <laughs> so what about now? Like, is your dad's side of the family, do they still practice Catholicism? Yeah, my dad's fam- side of the family still does. My family itself, honestly, not... <laughs> at all Mm -hmm. like we Mm -hmm. stopped saying grace a while ago which is like a prayer you would say before eating a meal um we stopped Mm -hmm. going to church a while ago and like I said I think it's because of like all the turmoil that the church was going through Mm -hmm. and I think also just with like politics with Catholics like believing in more typically like conservative thoughts like even when it comes to abortion because my Mm -hmm. parents are more like left-leaning that was just something Mm -hmm. that they didn't believe in Mm, I see. Mm. Is there anything else that you don't necessarily agree with? And has that changed over time? Like, was that something that you, like, were these were the things that you didn't believe, agree with initially? Or are they things that you ne- maybe didn't think about until you grew up and kind of had a better understanding of your religion? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. That's a great question. You're taking me back to my childhood when (laughs) in my catechism class, I had to memorize the Ten Commandments. And then, because like every class you would go to, there'd be a different lecture on like, I don't know, probably a script. Um, 
And we had to memorize them and then we were tested on them. And it was like a verbal test. Mm. We went outside and we had to recite them. So it was like pretty big deal. Um, but now, like growing up, I just believe those because that is what mm. it was. But I don't think I incorporated them into my life um, to where like one of them is like love thy neighbor. If let's say I hated someone as a kid, I don't think I was like, oh no, that's like bad of me. Um, but now the way <laughs> you just that hated I hated everyone, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Maybe <laughs> now the way that I view the Ten Commandments is like it's just something that's very like old fashioned. It reminds me mm. very similar to the Constitution, where it's like these were laws that mm. were created years and years ago by a few people and we're just we're just supposed to live our lives by them like it just doesn't really seem that well like justified by any means Mm. um and I know at least in the catholic church they've like gone back and revised or I don't even know if it's a revision but saying something Mm. now like oh it is okay for people to be gay and for gay people to get married Mm. but it just seems like I don't know, maybe I'm too much of an individualist. Like, I feel like you should live the life you want to live, (laughs) you know, like, Mm -hmm. and not necessarily do a ton of things to abide by certain roles so you can get into heaven one day. Like, that doesn't particularly Mm. make sense to me. Mm. Mm. I feel like that's in a way similar to me. Like, okay, so I will admit I do not know a lot about Buddhism. So I Mm. cannot answer my own question because I just don't know fully the different values that are involved um i I guess one of them i know like some buddhists they don't eat meat Mm -hmm. i I love meat (laughs) um (laughs) some meditate meditation is very hard for me i i have a lot of thoughts in my head and i cannot focus on meditation um Uh so it's not things that i don't agree with it's things that i just know myself that i cannot practice so Mm -hmm. i guess for me it's also like my individual my individuality where i'm like okay like I'm fine and I kind of like who I am right now that I don't necessarily feel like I need to change my beliefs or or change the way that I think based off of certain values that have been set by my religion. Mm-hmm. Um, that said, though, like on the note of like heaven and afterlife, the idea like I mentioned earlier that I do believe in reincarnation. I do believe that like you ideally, you know, you want to be a good person is what will help. Yeah you per se or like you just want to be a good person so that's kind of like my philosophy (laughs) which I think Mm -hmm. is true across all different religions like I think Mm -hmm. the underlying common thread is that you're trying to be like a good person you're trying to be the quote-unquote perfect person for said religion Mm -hmm. Um, and so I think just like having that mindset of being of you know being good being nice to people trying to do good in the world I think is kind of like the underlying core that's just something that I believe in as a whole but again like Mm -hmm. I don't know enough about the specific values of Buddhism to be able to be like oh I don't agree with this I agree with that um that's just kind of my understanding of Buddhism and that there are a lot of different Buddhas and each one kind of represents something different that's that's literally the extent of my knowledge which is very minimal Mm. I just want to say I love how raspy your voice went Oh, I'm, so I'm, I apologize. <laughs> don't apologize. Um, I think for okay, me, I will do not apologize. I think for me, 
um, there's a lot of like things not necessarily within like the religion itself. It's more so like the community that of Christianity and like what it has become today that kind of turns me off of it. Um, in addition, like LGBTQ and like abortion, mm-hmm. like a lot of conservative mm-hmm. thoughts that most like a lot of Christian people are associated with um Mm -hmm. kind of like makes again like just adds more things to the list of like oh is religion like a set thing and if can I really be a like full-on Christian if I don't believe with like every single thing and I don't think that that's true Mm -hmm. but um Mm -hmm. and another thing too is I think a lot of Christian people I've encountered are like just really judgmental um like there's a lot of Mm um like comparing like they'll if you don't go to church x amount of times or if you don't Mm. have this much biblical knowledge if you didn't read the bible like through and through this many times like you're easily seen as like kind of not a successful christian and i don't Mm -hmm. think that's what it's about so that i definitely disagree with and also just in the bible um women a lot of the times are like subordinate to men and so that one I really have a lot of qualms with so yeah I think like yeah but like I said I think you don't necessarily have to like believe every single thing I think Christianity especially is like kind of something you make for yourself almost and um Mm. but there are I think when I was starting to come or discover these disagree disagreements I had um it was kind of hard to come to terms with within the religion Mm. what helped you come to terms with those things I think religion or Christianity um is like a very individual thing it's like your own relationship with God and so if people are going to tell you that your relationship is not good then like they're not really following what christianity stands for mm-hmm. so um i don't know if that's just me justifying me doing mm-hmm. things i want to do but um i think like like kind of what you both were saying i i think religion is a pretty individual thing and mm-hmm. so there's like not really one way to follow things. Mm-hmm. So, Kimmy, if you no longer practice Catholicism, is there something else that you maybe practice spiritually or something today? There isn't at all. <laughs> like, I'm very... <laughs> yeah. Like, I think it's something that's interested me, but just because I don't have a good background on it, like, to be honest, not to sound judgmental, but a lot of the times I think it's, like, a little, like hippy-dippy, like a little, like, I don't know the right term for it, but just mm. because it seems like I like to be able to, like, grasp things and have things that are super ta- tangible. So that's also mm-hmm. the reason why I drifted away from Catholicism because it's, like, believing in life, life after death, which, honestly, I don't believe in. I think we just die oh. the end. Oh, <laughs> and, <laughs> and then spirituality is, like, I feel like different parts of it, it's, like, we're all connected we have energy that mm-hmm. affects one another, which, yes, I think it's true. But in my everyday, I'm not, like, thinking about that. 
Mm. What about you two? Um, so I would categorize myself as like, I don't know if I can say this, but like a chill Christian. <laughs> like I definitely <laughs> don't go to church every week. I know I should, but um, I don't. Um, and yeah, Kimmy, like you, I think there are some times when like my extremely religious family will tell me something like, like some, like for a while last year I was going through a really hard time and then they would just be like, it's fine. Like it's God's will and stuff. And I was just like, how can you mm. tell me that? Mm. Like, or like, mm. it, it just seemed kind of, I don't know what the word is. Um, idealistic, I guess, to think that yeah. things will work out just cause I'm Christian, I guess. Um, and so, yeah, there. I I think definitely right now, I there are some things I'm starting to, um, like think or question if I really not that I'm like questioning my faith, but it's just like, oh, sometimes I am seeing through like, a, like not in those rose tinted lenses of like how mm. things automatically should work out well. Um, and so, yeah, I, I definitely, when people tell, I think like I, I'm, a, I'm pretty hesitant to tell people that I'm Christian sometimes. And, um, I like mm. to think that I, pr- I receive a lot of like criticism of it well, just because I also kind of have those qualms sometimes. Um, but for mm. the most part, I would say like, you know, I, I believe in like the core values of Christianity, but with some flexibility like <laughs> I don't think that I have to follow every single rule to consider self myself or anyone has to like a quote unquote like perfect per- there is no such thing in my opinion but mm. um so like yeah I don't know how this would sound to a lot of people but I definitely think that like I take it I take things a lot more ch- relaxed than the average Christian person I know. Mm-hmm. And I feel like what you were saying where you're kind of like afraid about or not afraid, but like you don't necessarily bring that up in conversation. I don't know. It might just be my perspective, but I feel like that's changed over time as like we have become more polarized because mm-hmm. nowadays I feel like the people that you know are religious, they're very forward about it. And typically they mm-hmm. are, they have like very strong beliefs. Um, mm-hmm. Like I would say they're like, not the ideal Christian or ideal Catholic, but they believe a lot of the beliefs that those religions surround themselves with. Um, Yes, I agree. So I don't know. It's just like, it's interesting how times have changed. And I mean, I feel like if you want to say it, you should, but it's just unfortunate that it's become that way. Hmm. Mm -hmm. I feel like that was also pretty prevalent in college. Like the, like, because the, religious communities were pretty small the people that were part of those were just like so typical like Mm -hmm. stereotypical christian or um you know these type of people that you would think of and um yeah i think that did come along with like um people like not wanting to 
express that there were Christian, even if they were just because they were, they didn't want to be like associated with certain groups um, that, mm. you know, like to, a lot of religions are so like, and negative stereotypes that a lot of religions are associated with. Mm. Yeah. What about you, Annalise? What does your practice of religion or spirituality look like today? Um, today, I think, as I mentioned earlier, um, I don't really go to temples anymore just because I don't know where they are here in the States. Mm. Um, but I, I think honestly, like even if I did have one nearby, I wouldn't necessarily go very frequently or consistently. Um, I think, um, I don't know. I think it, it's still the same where I think my dad kind of is the one who practices the most. And there's just something very comforting to know that like, it, it kind of feels like he's, kind of watching over the whole family for us <laughs> you know, a lot of burden on him <laughs> it's like putting all the pressure on him to do everything but I think that's kind of I'm like oh like at least one person in our family is like very is does practice it very consistently mm-hmm. um and that's like just comforting to know um and yeah I think like when we do go to Taiwan we do I think my family does try to go to the temple because we know that they have those there um and we'll have like these little packets essentially and we'll, I guess, like, um, kind of similar to, like, blessing them. And then we'll kind of keep them as, like, a protection. So, you know, I, it's it's just, like, a protective token situation that I have. And so it helps me feel connected. Like, I think they're only really supposed to last a year. And you're supposed to, like, re-bless them every year or get new ones. Mm-hmm. Um, I still have stuff from, like, freshman year of college. <laughs> but it's just mm-hmm. comforting to know that they are in my presence and so just like a little protective token that I have um I guess that's as close as I'll get to practicing it nowadays (laughs) Mm -hmm. I guess it's like yeah just something symbolic and something tangible to have Mm. yeah I had a friend who um she also uh grew up Christian but then she kind of put that on the back burner when she went to college just because she didn't want to be like hindered by the rules or like feel like she was guilty when she did maybe break those rules of Christianity but she did express that Mm. that was something that she would want to pursue in her future um and eventually like raise her family within that so Mm. um as you two who like don't really practice much or like are still kind of um thinking about what you want to pursue like is that something that you thought about like your future families if there would be a certain religion or way you'd want to bring up your future kids or family yeah I definitely have um I think again as I mentioned earlier because I don't really know as many people who are Buddhist it's something Mm -hmm. that I you know think about a lot like how will I pass this on to my kids if it's something I want to do when Mm -hmm. everyone I know is Christian and Mm -hmm. there I think there are some people out there who are Christian who very much want to pass that on to their kids so Mm -hmm. say I end up with someone who is like that it's gonna be you know how do I raise my kids in a mixed religious household Mm. um and I think again because we grew up in a very strict Buddhist household I feel like I would kind of translate that to my kids as well just because I don't have the knowledge to pass on that religion or those beliefs to my kids um and yeah, it's just not something that I very that I grew up with necessarily. So I wouldn't really know how to pass that on to my children. Um, but 
I am definitely open to them kind of exploring and figuring out what they want and what they or if they want to believe in anything at all. So that's kind of my thought process on that. And I think like whatever they do doesn't have to be what I do, you know. So mm-hmm. they could pick a different religion. They could choose to not be religious at all. And I could still have my beliefs. And I, I'd be okay with that. Mm-hmm. I don't know what my parents would think, though. I think that's really interesting <laughs> to ask about. <laughs> I mean, if you're, if you said your grandma's Christian or grandparents? Yeah, my my grandma is. Yeah, mm-hmm. but again, she's like the only one in my family. So she's my mom's mom, mm-hmm. and she's the only one I think on my mom's side of the family who is Christian. Similarly, I have a cousin from my dad's side of the family who is Christian as well, and his family is Christian, but oh, okay. he's the only one as well. Um, mm-hmm. yeah. At least it's already like, you know, intermixed. Because I feel like yeah. if they were against it by any means, he could be like, grandma is. <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> what do you say yeah. about grandma? <laughs> yeah. But I do think it would be tricky, like, <laughs> I think it would be tricky if, say, like, I don't know, I've had this conversation before where it's like, if your partner is someone who is very religious and is of a different faith than yours, mm-hmm. what are you going to tell your kids? How are you guys going to decide how to raise them? What are you going to talk true. about? Talk about like death and like say one, like not, not everyone will go to church together. Then it's like, well, mom isn't going like, why do mm-hmm. I have to go? You know, and that could really test people's religious faiths and stuff. So mm-hmm. I don't think mm-hmm. it's impossible. I think that there are just some challenges that if you were in a relationship where you do have mixed beliefs, it is something to discuss before having kids for sure. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Mm-hmm. What about you, Kimmy? Yeah, for me, I like definitely cannot be with someone who is religious just because mm-hmm. I'm not religious by any means. So a part of it is like, we just wouldn't have the same beliefs going into the relationship. And the other aspect is mm-hmm. that I would feel like bad in certain circumstances where they would like want to do these things. And like, mm. I, I like to like um, show up for my partner. So let's say they like mm-hmm. wanted to go to mass or to church every weekend. And I couldn't do that because I'm just like not into it. <laughs> I would just feel mm-hmm. bad, but you know, there's nothing I can do about it. Um, so that's definitely a criteria <laughs> when it comes to oh, dating me. Is it a, oh, is it a, would you say it's a deal breaker, like a red flag or like a yellow flag? Oh, it's a deal breaker for sure. Oh, deal breaker. Okay. Oh. Yeah. Also, cause I don't want to raise my kids being religious. Ah, um, okay. and I remember growing up because as I mentioned, the community I was in was very, not very Catholic, but like a lot of people were Catholic and it wasn't until mm. middle school when I encountered someone who wasn't. And I was like, mm. whoa. Like, it was just so abnormal to me. Mm. But through that experience, and I mean others, I've seen, like, other kids being raised up in non-religious households that I know it's a thing. That just wasn't a thing mm. when I was growing up. Mm, I see. Brittany, what about you? Yeah, I feel like for me... um, I think it would also would be very difficult to raise kids in a, if I were with someone who was a different religion than I was. Um, mm. Yeah, I, I really don't know. Like, I think it, and at least I agree with you, I think it would be possible. And I think, like, if I really love this person, right. I I would try really hard. But it's, like, difficult to say, like, 
how much of a strain that would put on our relationship Mm -hmm. or if it's like something I could even like overcome um Mm -hmm. but hopefully not to like push my religion on like other people but like I would want to raise my family in a Christian setting just because I think it gave me a lot of like guidance and comfort when I grew Mm -hmm. up and even when I moved out and so I hope they'd at least have that like door open to them because Mm -hmm. I think it is pretty difficult to like get into some religions um when you're not necessarily raised up that way Mm -hmm. well thank you Annalise and Kimmy I think this conversation was something we never really talked about before so I'm really glad I got Mm -hmm. to hear your insights and explore this topic with you so for the holiday season we're going to be taking a short break but we're going to be excited to continue sharing our stories starting January 10th with our new episode and thank you everyone else for listening and you can check out our website adulthoodpending.com or follow us at at adulthoodpendingpodcast on Instagram and yeah we're excited you're with us on our adulthood journey see you all January 10th Bye. Bye.